Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. explosion and I told you we took explosion from Acts chapter 1 from the verse number 6 Acts chapter 1 from the verse number 6 when Jesus rose from the dead and the Bible said that after he rose from the dead met his disciples and when the disciples were come together they asked Jesus saying will you now at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel are you going to at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel and Jesus said unto them, It is not for you to know the times and the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. Everybody's asking around the world, When is the corona going to end? 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 And God is saying, It is not for you to know the times and the seasons that the Father has put in his hand. You don't have to know when the corona is going to end. You don't have to know when the corona is going to end. And the reason why you don't have to know when the corona is going to end is if the Bible said that these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Then what does it matter whether corona is there or not? If you drink any deadly thing, it will hurt you. Then you don't care about whether there's a deadly thing or not. You will take up serpents. If it's working, you don't care whether there are serpents or not. If there are serpents, you turn them into belt and wear them. If there are serpents, you turn them into rods like Moses and use them to walk. That means for you, Corona does not determine your destiny. That's a good place to clap. Corona doesn't. So, it is not for you to know the times and the seasons that the Father has put in his own power. Probably there is something supernatural and divine Corona must achieve on earth. And when Corona achieves it, it will go. But I can tell you that any time I have seen a plague in the Bible, the purpose of the plague bell was to bring about repentance. But when I look at our world today, I don't see the repentance. And it's really scary. People think a vaccine can stop it. Vaccine doesn't stop it. One vial goes another vial goes another vial goes another vial goes we call the vials variants we have a nice name for any careless creature on earth god is saying repent we are saying vaccine vaccine will stop it vaccine will stop it vaccine god is saying repentance Use this as an opportunity to change your ways. Repent. 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 Turn to God. We are still blaspheming and discovering vaccines. And even the church is here to learn its lesson. And he said, it is not for you to know the times and the seasons that the Father has put in his own command 
or in his own power but verse number eight you shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you and you will be my witnesses in jerusalem in judea in samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the world come on lift up your hand and say i will receive power come on say it i will receive power say it again i will receive power and it's empowerment and literally we are looking at um explosion explosion can i attempt telling you that the devil doesn't like good things and he doesn't want people to have good things and then sometimes when you are on air like this and you are broadcasting one of the devil's work is to turn people's attention away from the word so the bible said that the man of god paul was trying to teach to to, to lead the proconsul or the deputy or the governor of Paphos to God. And the Bible says, Simon the sorcerer stood by the man and tried to divert him from the word of God. But Jesus now is telling them, he said, but you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and then unto the uttermost parts of the, of the earth. Then the Bible said in the book of Acts chapter 2, it said in the verse number 1, that when the day of Pentecost was fully come. When the day of Pentecost was fully come. So what God, Jesus was telling them is that it is naturally a matter of concern for people to be wondering when evil is going to end. So when will all this corona pandemic end? When will the, the siege under which the world has been placed, when is it going to come to an end? And he said, concern yourself more with the coming of the Holy Ghost. And I don't know about you, but I'm really believing God for the power of the Holy Ghost to manifest itself. The power of the Holy Ghost. I'm praying that in 2021, I will love God more than I've ever done before. I'm praying that I will come here maybe sometimes on Sunday morning and I will preach and pray and preach and pray and worship and preach and pray until the night I join with something like KIA and I will stay here and do it all time and, and pray. I'm, I'm believing God that our altar will be full of people that are seeking the face of God and they are praying and they are believing God. I'm praying that there will be a real stampede into the kingdom of God. So the Bible said that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, there was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind that came and filled the whole room. And the Bible said that after, the clothing, after that, clothing tongues as of fire appeared unto them and sat on their heads and or they are sat on them and the, the Bible said they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak with tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. The only thing that can take human beings away from this inertia in which the, this inertia that COVID-19 has imposed on us, the only thing that can take us really out is the power of the Holy Ghost, the explosion of the Holy Spirit. But he said, when the day of Pentecost was fully come. That word Pentecost, from the Greek background, means 50th. Everybody say 50th. Okay, so Pentecost means 50. And it, it was 
held on the 50th day after the Passover. After the Passover, 50th day, then they had the Pentecost. And it was also called the Feast of the Harvest or the Day of the First Fruits. The Day of the First Fruits, the Feast of the Harvest, and the Feast of Weeks. The Feast of Weeks, the Day of the First Fruits, and the Feast of the Harvest. So when you hear the word Pentecost, immediately you are thinking about harvest. Somebody shout the word harvest. Come on, shout the word harvest. So anytime you hear Pentecost, just, just know that you are dealing with harvest and it, it comes with time. The harvest doesn't happen overnight. The harvest comes with time. When the day of Pentecost was, was fully come, you have to wait until until and until the day of Pentecost comes you, you don't get the thing happening you will have to wait there's a process of time divine timing that God has got his timing and that time is that the, 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 for the outpouring of the Holy Ghost that time was the was the feast of Pentecost so when I think about Pentecost I'm thinking about two things I'm thinking about time and then number two, I'm thinking about harvest. That is why I put it there, Pentecost, time plus harvest. It means I'm thinking about two things. It's not completely or clearly a mathematical equation that I'm thinking about. So when you hear me say Pentecost is equal to time plus harvest, what I'm just saying is that in my mind and in my spirit, when I think about Pentecost, I'm thinking about time and I'm thinking about harvest. So what is enshrined in brother Israel's spirit at this time is that I must be careful when it comes to timing that what time is it when is God going to do this when is God going to do that when is God going to do that I must put my attention on time does the Holy Ghost wants to, me to move at this time when does he want me to say this when does he want me to go here? When does he want me to travel? When does he want me to stay home? When does he want me to take a phone and call somebody? When does he want me to write something to somebody? When? When, when does he want me to pray? The Bible will talk about at the time of prayer, ninth hour, Peter is in the rooftop praying and then heaven is open and a vessel descends. And the man of God gets an encounter. And he knows he must go to Cornelius' house. Our problem on earth is not the manifestation of the power of God. Our, manif our problem is the time. The time. So Pentecost, when I think about Pentecost, you know, many people, when they think about Pentecost, they are thinking about fire. As the day of Pentecost, fire fall on us. So, we have come to equate Pentecost with fire. How many of you know that? But you see, Pentecost, that word doesn't mean fire. It means 50. And the 50 is 50 days after the Passover. And it all has to do with the harvest. The feast of the harvest. The feast of weeks. The day of the first fruits. But in, in, in many of our cases, as well, when you just say Pentecost, then everybody's thinking about some fire is about to fall. I agree that on that day, and I will explain it to you 
when I go along, there was a sound. The sound filled the whole room. Sound. Then, and if you want, let's call it an appearing, an appearing or appearance of a ball of fire in the room. So a ball of fire appeared, literally, like the way this kingdom agreement is on the on the screen. Then it split. That is what they call it, cloving tongues. <laughs> cloving tongues as of fire. So it was not a fire that appeared as such, but it was tongues. So it was tongues. You know. So what they saw was the tongue of a human being sitting on each of them and these tongues look like fire we normally say it and the thing looks like fire which look like tongues but it was tongues that look like fire i can't wait to get into this year we want to produce by the grace of god pentecostals and charismatics we are believing god that everything pentecostal about you everything charismatic about you I'm believing God to light a revival fire in this room, online, when we travel. Every one of us, in the name of Jesus, come on, scream like your voice is yours and praise. So, as soon as you say Pentecost, that word means 50th. And it is the 50th day after the Passover. And it is talking about harvest, the time of the first fruit, the time of the harvest. 50th day after Passover, you have to wait for 50 days for Pentecost to come. So Jesus rose from the dead and the disciples have to go to the upper room and they have to wait. Finally, when the Holy Ghost fell on the disciples, Peter harvested about 3,000 souls after preaching just one sermon in the power of the Holy Ghost. As a matter of fact, it was not only his message that harvested the 3,000 souls, but things were happening in Jerusalem, in different parts of Jerusalem. Some people were preaching here, others were preaching here. There was a noise all over the city and the combined harvest on that day, the combined harvest on that day was 3,000 souls. Can you imagine one message producing 3,000 souls? That is where we are going to. I prophesy a season coming when church growth is going to be exponential and our churches are not going to crawl in growth anymore but our churches are going to expand and they are going to be enlarged in the mighty name of Jesus you know and people even online look at the look at the way we crawl online look at the way we crawl online you prepare a very powerful message very anointed message you get online with the message and you have 70 people 100 people, 200 people, 300 people following your message. And you see maybe a secular person talking politics. And the person will just appear on Facebook Live. And you should see the numbers. 3 point something K, 5 point something K, 10 point something K. And you are like, so whenever we go online, 
Where are the believers? But I'm praying that even online ministry, may God cause it to explode. That when you go online, you cause a jam, you cause a traffic jam in online. Am I talking to somebody at all? And that is why anytime you and I come online, we should not be happy that a few people are following us. We must be aggressive about it. We must believe God. I command and I demand and I expect and I believe and I receive a harvest of souls getting born again. Some of them getting saved. Some of them getting delivered. Some of them receiving an anointing. Some of them receiving an impartation. And anybody shouting the thing is happening in your life in the name of Jesus. Let's command all evil three thousand souls now what is the spiritual significance of pentacles or the spiritual significance of a harvest the spiritual significance of a harvest number one is refreshing 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 you know i i lived in a village before with my dad and uh, there was nothing like 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 harvest period oh anytime they were harvesting pastor mike especially the the nara the early millet because the, the before the early millet namdi there was a lot of farming and hunger in the villages and we will eat anything there was something called nanjena nanjena you've heard it before nanjena eh local local salad local salad but we use this salad to make soup and this nanjena you pick it up and you have to boil it and boil it and boil it and take off the bitter part and then you are able to do some nice soup and we eat the nanjena and then another one they call it concorre concorre or the, the talency way of saying concorre is easier concor <laughs> so then, then you do your concorre you do your concor then you do your whatever you, you you mix all these things and you eat anything you could eat you see people and they have grown lean their their skins are wrinkled everybody grows lean in the village then when the harvest hits and they now get the early millet the nara they call it they call it nara is is not the one they used to sing nara nara narekele narekele mo this one this one is a different this nara is a is a kind of green accounts would normally call it a yo one kind of a yo and they would take this thing and then they 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 use some of it to make something like maybe should i, should I call it couscous and then they use some of it to make dessert and they use some of it to make some kind of soup and then you see people's skin is coming back refreshing people are beginning to look fresher those that grew lean they find flesh somewhere <laughs> those that, those that look very miserable all of a sudden ha old men are thinking about marrying second wife third wife because all of a sudden they have discovered energy and strength and they've discovered some money and, and, and things like that then you see the markets are booming all of a sudden people are going into market they are going to buy chicken 
in, in, in Africa, we say fowls because in Africa, a fowl is different from chicken. But, but you see, when you go abroad, when they say chicken, the, the big ones are called chicken, and I think the small ones are called chicks or whatever. Yeah, so they have chicks, and when they say chicken, they are talking about the big one. But in Africa, the big ones are called fowls. And then when it's a male, we call it cock. And when it's a female, we call it hen. There's a story about a German who came to Africa. Sorry, a German. Somebody came from Germany and came to um, Africa and took his girlfriend to a restaurant. And they asked the, the man, what are you going to eat? You know, they put the menu in front of them, a la carte. What will you have? And the man said, chicken. And they turned to the woman. They said, madam, what will you eat? Or say, darling, medium per hen. You know, in her mind, the chicken is too small. She wants a real hen, the one that can go to war and return. She wants, she wants a hen, you know. But you see, people are now selling chicken and they are doing all kinds of things. Life has become buoyant one more time. People are refreshed. The day of Pentecost actually was a day of refreshing. All of a sudden, they had hope. Jesus had told them, well, when I go, the comforter will come. The Holy Ghost will come. He's a comforter just like me. He's going to come. So that day, you should see these apostles. The amount of power that fell on them. Hope has been restored. And when I use the word refreshing, I'm talking about recovery of breath. It's so interesting. At the beginning of the year, the first thing I'm talking about God giving to us is refreshing. And refreshing has to do with recovery of breath. And I'm praying in the name of Jesus that in this COVID era, may God make you recover your breath. May God make you recover your breath. Say that sooner or later, you will put away this face mask and you will be walking about physically without any nose covering because God has worked a miracle for us and he has given us deliverance from COVID-19. Somebody who can shout the blessing of God is upon you in the name of Jesus. Refreshing. Revival. Revival, revival, revival. Refreshing and revival. Refreshing and revival. That is what the refreshing is all about. Suddenly, everything got revived in their life. May I prophesy on you right now that anything that is dead in your life, I announce to you that this is your season of refreshing a season of recovery recovery of your breath recovery of life recovery of your peace recovery of your breakthrough recovery of your song and recovery of your laughter in the name of the lord jesus christ oh somebody you just recovered your shout you just recovered your praise you just recovered your worship you just recovered the glory that was upon your life every dryness is gone from your life come on scream like your voice is yours and praise jehovah recovery 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 of breath revival the harvest
Jesus signals the return of life and hope. Return of life and hope. I announce to somebody that this is your season of recovery. Receive your refreshing. Receive your refreshing. Oh, during the harvest, when I was in the village, as soon as the harvest arrives, hope and life. Hope and life. Everything is lively. But you know, when the Nara came, oh, you should see my father. All his power as a landlord has come. Then you come, and my mother, oh, is she going to market? She should take this. Is she going to pick this? And you ask me, when are we going to school? Do I need anything? I'm like, Lord, let this harvest continue bringing refreshing. Anytime you see your, those of you who are parents here, anytime you realize that you are getting quick tempered, it is around the time which is not the payday. When the money is not coming and the harvest is not coming, then all of a sudden your demons of anger come. And that is the time you start discerning witches everywhere. I can see this one is a witch. I can see that one is a witch. Poverty is now producing witches. But I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, whenever there is a, ref- there is a harvest refreshing, you see even the crops, you see even greens, and everything is growing, everything is becoming buoyant, everything is becoming more confident. Huh? And uh, everything is just expanding. It, it's just a harvest. Refreshing has come. So, Peter is preaching and he says in Acts chapter 3 and the verse number 19, Repent you therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Re- repent therefore and be ye converted. And this is after the siege of when they were afraid and the Romans were on them and Jesus Christ had been tortured and killed. All the pain, all the disillusionment, all the confusion. And he says, the first thing you should do in the midst of all this disillusionment is to repent. And that is what I told you at the beginning of the meeting. That what God is not seeing is the repentance. Human beings are the same hard-hearted people, strong-willed people, rebellious people, people that insist on going the way God did not send them. And Paul Peter is not telling them. He said, repent and be converted and your sins will be blotted out. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, I announce to somebody today that these are the times of refreshing. We are in the days and the times of the power of the Holy Ghost. Our hope is coming alive. Our life is coming back. The power of God is upon us. We have received power because the Holy Ghost has come upon us. I declare upon somebody's life in the name of Jesus. May you walk in the supernatural more than you've ever walked before. May the power of God rest upon you more than ever before. And if you can shout, the blessing of God is upon you in the name of Jesus. Restoration. But the first one is refreshing. 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 Refreshing and restoration. The seed. Now, so it's refreshing because somebody becomes refreshed. Then all of a sudden, there is also restoration. When you talk about a harvest, it's refreshing. 
when you talk about a harvest it is also restoration restoration in the sense that you put a seed in the ground and the seed suddenly has returned to you but it has returned to you manifold during the harvest it has returned to you in multiplied dimensions you put a seed and now the seed has multiplied you put a seed and the seed has multiplied you put a seed and the seed has multiplied you put a seed and the seed has multiplied you put a seed and the seed has multiplied during an explosion every seed you buried will be multiplied am i talking to somebody every seed can i announce to you you are entering your greatest harvest yet the greatest harvest that any seed you ever sowed if you sow the seed of love you receive it and may i announce to you at 2021 that will give you a harvest it will give you a pentecost the day of pentecost has fully come 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 in other words the day of the harvest has fully come 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 that day has arrived that day that day has arrived the day of the harvest has arrived so Jesus Christ labored on earth he labored he sowed seed he preached the word he preached and 12 people became apostles not more than 12 I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.